reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. life. We have a brother, our brother Prince Onassis, who has a very powerful testimony of what the Lord has done for him. Clap as we welcome him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, First of all, I'll thank Lord for doing great things for me. Um, For about eight years now, I've been experiencing some body itching since uh, I was in uh, JHS. So anytime I bat, I'll have body itchings like five to ten minutes. Severe one, like as if you have gone to a purchase place for him to tell you that uh, your money will come, but before your money comes, this is what will happen to you rather than killing somebody. So, I was experiencing it, so I, it got to a time I told my mom, she was a nurse, so I told my mom, and she told me that I've not been taking my duema after every three months. And I said, I've been taking them. So I told her that the asylabus is old. We are now in the modern Ghana, so the asylabus is old, and then she laughed at me. But since I started taking the duema, it goes down, but it got to a point, anytime I take the duema, it comes very, very severe, and I don't know, I don't, I can't do anything about myself, so I'll just, sometimes when I take my bath, I'll just be there, steady, waiting for it to come. Anytime they come to, I'll use my hairbrush, I'll rub myself, until it goes. So it got to a point that I went to the um, pharmacist, and I told her everything, and then she gave me uh, medicine, but still, it didn't work. So last month, when we came for the Wonder Double Weekend, I came on Saturday and I came on Sunday. So on Sunday, when we were taking the communion, and then I told God that, Lord, this type of body itching, I don't understand it. So through Reverend Asomeni, you should help me to Reverend Asomeni. So I took in the communion and the bread. So when I went home, as soon as I closed from church, I went home and then I went to take my bath. As soon as I take my bath, I didn't feel anything. I was there for like 20 minutes. I didn't feel anything. And then I was so, I, I was doing that for like two weeks now. And then I decided to tell Reverend Asomeni about it. And then it worked for me. So what I'm trying to say is that your the double, wonder double weekend, you have to come and then have faith and believe in whatever you do. And also serve the Lord. 
because when you serve the Lord, He's going to do great things for you. Amen. Put your hands together. What a testimony. Hallelujah. Do you remember last month's Wonder Double Weekend? It was Jehovah the Specialist. He is a dermatologist. Clap your hands for Jehovah the Dermatologist. Eight years of being afflicted with a skin condition and one communion service at a worship communion and healing service. And I like what he said. You see, prescriptions are very important. He said he came on Saturday and he came on Sunday. Some of you don't come on Saturday. You leave that to others and then you come on Sunday. But the key is it's a wonder double. That means Saturday and Sunday. So I want to see you here on Saturday morning. Put it up. We are neutralizing cases. Any pattern and any cases that have prevailed. A case is a pattern. And then on Sunday, Jehovah is the restorer of good patterns. Good health patterns. Good patterns in your life. Good financial patterns. Clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. God bless you, Brother Prince. Put your hands together. As we welcome our sister Enam, you may please take your seats. We welcome our sister Enam to minister unto us in song. Hallelujah. Before I sing, I also have a testimony for two minutes. My, my testimony is like this. Um, I had a dream that thieves had come to the house. But where we live now, thieves have come there three times. The first time, because our wall is short, the first time they, they were able to jump over the wall. They tried, but they couldn't enter. So we put barbed wires all over. The second time, they cut the barbed wires, and then my car was parked outside. They forced into the car. There was nothing, but they spoiled the door and the, the glass. I had to fix it. And now, the third time, I had a dream. So when I had a dream, I told my husband that, Reverend Kobe, that he should anoint the house because I dreamed that thieves had come. And I showed him where I saw the thieves enter through. So he anointed the house. And then he went for, remember Bishop prayed over the oil, that oil. That oil, yes. It's unfortunate I just brought a small bottle. So he prayed around the house and used all the oil. I was not amused, but it was finished. So a few days after the dream, I leave home very early when I'm going to work, so I left at 5.30. Then he leaves later, so he called me and said that thieves had come again because they've cut the barbed wire. I said, ah. So he said he was going to call the guy to come and fix it. I said, you don't, don't worry because me, I've come to see that except the Lord watches. The watchman will watch but in vain. So it's not about the barbed wire, it's the Lord. So when I went to work, I told my supervisor that Thieves had come to the house, and I wanted to go at lunchtime just to see whether everything was okay. So I drove home, and you know, when he prayed around the house, he didn't throw the bottle away, so the bottle was still there. So I also went for the bottle. That was at lunchtime. So I stood where they had cut the barbed wire, and I lifted up the bottle and the oil, and I told God that 
I don't have any other protection. All I know is you. And I'm praying and I'm, I mean, fortifying this house that no thief will be able to enter. So after that, I put the bottles on the wall where they, are cut, they cut the barbed wire. And the barbed wire was left like that, cut for weeks. And actually, when they, they entered, the amazing thing is that they didn't touch anything. So I was wondering that how come they were able to cut the barbed wire, but they didn't come in because our cars were parked outside. But this time around, they didn't touch anything. And I believe that I'm sure when they, they cut and they were about to come, they were slapped by an angel. So they didn't touch the cars. And so when I came at lunchtime, I lifted up the oil. I prayed and I left the bottles on the wall. And I said that if you are brave enough, you, should, you can cross the, you can jump over the wall and then push the bottles. That, the bottle is as powerful as the oil. So I left the bottles there. And for weeks, nobody came in. We leave the house, come back at night. Nobody came in. And as up till now, and the barbed wires have been fixed, but I mean, what I'm trying to say is that God is the one who protects. It's not about your gate. It's not about the barbed wires. Because I told God that I don't, I don't believe in anything. It's you I believe in. And he gave me a testimony. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, hallelujah. Let's give another hand clap to Jesus this morning. Amen.
curse has lifted me. Hey, your favor surrounds me like a shield. Your faithfulness is sure. Your grace has lifted me. Hey, oh, your favor surrounds me. It surrounds me like a shield. I can trust that you will never fail. You will carry me. from Lighthouse Chapel in 
international, a shepherd, just at that moment, he knocked at my door. Initially, I didn't want to open. He knocked again. He knocked and knocked and knocked and knocked until I got fed up and he opened the door. And that was the day everything turned around for me. Not only that, I have been a serial fornicator before. I have done bad things in the past before, but I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. That man loves me the way he do. I don't know why. I just don't know why. No, what the Lord has done for you my mother couldn't change me my father was not even there my stepfather could not tame me I was untamable those who know me they know me that I have been somewhere but I'm so amazed at what God can do that something that it takes years for somebody to stand here I just came and I was given that privilege it is not I, it's not something that I can trivialize. Maybe you are taking your salvation for granted but you don't know God took you so serious that he left his throne and came down with all his glory and died on the cross for you. I don't know why you don't want to save him the way he gave his life for you. That's why I sing. That is why I shout. That is why I sing crazy about this God business. No! to chase you to come to church. They're not going to force you to come to church. You will come running, come running, come running. When you have a personal encounter with Jesus, your pastor don't need to call you to come to church. Your pastor don't need to tell you to give your all. Because if you know that Medina police could not change you, they could not change you. You were on your way to Pantine. But because of the gospel, because of the blood of Jesus, because he made a choice to die for you, that is why you are here. Nobody will understand. Nobody will know. Nobody will know what he has done. What that man has done. Oh, church, let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. why I praise him the way I do. No one knows, not my mother, not my father, like I know what Jesus has done for me. 
That's why I sing the way I do. us from the gloom and the doom. Bring us to a better place. What a blessing, what a privilege to be in your presence. Grant us a heart of humility to receive your word and walk in your ways. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I want to welcome you to church today. And uh, I want to continue from where we left off last week. How many of you were in church last week? Okay. I preached about my father, my father. And today I want to continue. And the title of the message I'm preaching today is You and Your Pastor. You and Your Pastor. Not you and your boss. Not you and your boyfriend. Not you and your neighbor. You and your pastor. Um, you and your pastor form a very, very unique relationship. It is a destiny changing relationship. And today, God is drawing your mind to this very important thing. Most of our relationships are circumstance-based. 
think you preach about commitment. Yes, fair weather commitment. Yes. Now, please. This, this message is a very, I mean, you should have heard this message about 10 years ago. It is my mistake that it has taken me 10 years to teach you this very important message. So I want to ask you, and I'm preaching for a short time, to be very attentive because most of the people in your life came into your life by your own arrangements. Your neighbor is in your life because of where you chose to buy your land to build your house. Your teacher is in your life because of the school you chose. You take that school. St. Rose's. You chose it. Yes. But when it comes to your pastor, he is somebody, Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 says, and I, God, will give you, I, God, will give you pastors after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So, your pastor is not someone you chose. In fact, ideally, you should not choose your pastor. You must allow God to give you a pastor. I will give you. So God does not only give Bibles and pregnancies and verses. He also gives pastors. No, it's very important to, I, I don't know your testimonies I mean the things God has given you but you have to ask yourself among the things the pregnancies and the visas and the accommodation and the jobs do I have a pastor God has given me to answer this question well you need to know something about yourself that you your name is Ose you are so you come from the Asumeni earthly family. So in this church, we've got Zuga. 
Avogbedo. Kesi. Vonkujo. Now, these are all earthly. Please listen very carefully. Please. These are all at and and I don't know how to say it. God put you in that family. Have you realized that you didn't choose your mother? Yes. God put you in that biological family. Now, it is also important for you sitting in this church to understand that apart from your biological or say menu you are what amponsa family we also have a spiritual family enye wona wodon hokodon webusua wodon mumu se wufi osan ebusua wufi vonkujo ebusua amponsa busua oseye busua menu ebusua enye wona wopa ho se we na me pese oye meja we na wose oye me na debi onyakopon edu kopie ho sa na ye wiase mo agane ena aye wono asafonso onyakopon de ya dono soso no e honso ye wo agya ene ina e wo asafoni mo you are listening to a classic sermon this is a classic. Not every message I preach is a classic. But this is a classic. I, I'm telling you, you are, you, you are privileged to be here. It's a classic. Now, you belong to a spiritual family also. You see, this point I have just made has not as yet settled on many people. And someone say, yeah, you belong to, in addition to the Menu family, you also belong to a spiritual family. Paul, writing to the church in Ephesus, said, of whom, talking about Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So Paul acknowledges that when we are concerned, there is a family on earth. And there is also a family in heaven. Look, even if you live here for 1,000 years, you will die one day. You will die one day, I'm telling you. And when you finish dying, you are going to live eternally in heaven. Hopefully, you must make it all. Don't, don't make it to hell. Now, when you go to heaven you will discover that the people around you will be the people around you here. Paul, my we are going to die and make it to heaven. Of course, some of us here are going to go to hell. Directly to hell. Yes. There will be no negotiation. You, you are jumping into fire. Straight. But that is not even the point for today's very important message. Today's message, the, 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 the message from today's message is that you belong to a heavenly family. Even though 
you are an Osei here on earth. You are also a part of a heavenly family. Just like Paul said, he said, and he has made us to sit in heavenly places together with Christ. So, you are sitting here on a plastic chair in Mante Farms. Why are we? Why this place? Mante Farms. Now, even though you are sitting here in Mante Farms, spiritually, you are also sitting in heavenly places. If you are in Christ, then when you go to your house in Oyarefa, that is not your only coordinate. You also have a heavenly location. Now, there are some people who only, when they see themselves in a mirror, or when they think of themselves, they only think of themselves as an Ose or as an Eglewobe, or as a what? Amponsa. They do not see themselves also as a part of another family. Look. The reason why this message, among many things, is a classic is that your biological family cannot deliver to your life everything you need. Don't, don't, don't feel wiser than God because of your degree or your intelligence. Your, your, your biological family cannot give you your life. Last week, I read about um, Elisha. Elisha, in the Bible, there are many anointings. Now, the greatest anointing was the man whose nickname was the anointed one. There was nobody in the Bible with a nickname, the anointed one. The only person in the Bible was Christ. Yes, Jesus Christ. The, his nickname was Christ, the anointed. <laughs> I mean, he was so anointed that the anointing was given to him as a nickname. Yeah, because his original name, uh, uh, the, the angel said, and his name shall be Jesus. His real name is Jesus. But when they discovered how anointed he was, then they nicknamed him the Christos. Yes. But apart from Jesus, the second highest anointing ever in the Bible is found in Elisha. Yes. Because he had two times the massive anointing Elijah was carrying. There's nobody like Elisha. Now, this Elisha man 
became very great that even today, thousands of years after he died, I'm here talking about him. Now, his greatness did not emanate from his biological family. Yes, because it's a classic. Because Elisha was born by a woman. We don't know the name of the, but we know the name of his father. So his, his full name was Elisha Shaphat. Second Kings tells us that Elisha's name was Elisha Shaphat. Because his father's name was Master Shaphat. So he departed thence and found Elisha. Elisha, the son of Shaphat. So biologically, Elisha's father was Shaphat. His father's name, they found this man, uh, um, Elijah. This is uh, the story of how Elijah found Elisha. He was plowing with oxen. So he found Elisha because he had been sent to Elisha. But he is described here because, you see, we are not by uh, today trivializing your biological family. The, the Osei or the Andor or the Hagen or the whatever family. So, so even the Bible acknowledges that Elisha was the son of Mr. Shaphat. But Mr. Shaphat couldn't do much for him. Mr. Shaphat could not. Because the truth is that there are many of us here whose biological families haven't been able to do much. You might have inherited money. But you realize that you don't have sense. Yeah, you might have inherited beauty from your mother. But all you did with your beauty was for men to just devastate you. Because it is not enough. It's not enough to get beauty from your mother. Or money from your father. Or money from your, from your mother. There is more to your life than beauty and money and brains. So in the case of Elisha, he found another father apart from Mr. Shaphat. And I dare say he might have even been a younger person. I don't know. I'll check later on. But he found another father. And that man was called Elijah, who by blood had no connection to him. But your relationships are not only blood relationships. Some of you have got academic relationships. Some of you have got business relationships. There are people in your life only because you did business. There are people you know only because you went to St. Rose's. There are people you know only because you went to Yasantua. So you've got people in your life only because... Your relationships are not only biological. Now, Elisha... Related with Elijah as a father. At the end of the day, when I told you last week, when Elijah was being taken away by the 
whirlwind. Elisha shouted. Second Kings 2. He saw it. He saw the horses. He saw the chariots. He saw the whirlwind, which was taking Elijah. And he shouted. He shouted. My father! Meanwhile, this man's father was in Bokrom. Mr. Shafat. But you find this Elijah standing in the wilderness and calling another person his father. It is this my father, my father, that delivered into Elisha's life an unparalleled anointing that would make Elisha a popular man. Why? Because your biological relationships cannot. Cannot. Some of you here were spoiled by your parents. Yes. Yes. There's a lot you don't know. I t- there's a girl. I, t- I tell. I said, your father has spoiled you. Yeah. yeah. You can stand in front of your father and exchange. Like, see, he speaks, you speak. You can slam a door, walk away. No. No, 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 no. No. Not in my house. Not in my house. Not in my house. You will receive slaps. You cannot. Your education, your beauty, the money you earn, even if you give me money, you cannot stand in front of me. Because if I allow, am I important? Who am I? I gave birth to you. But if I allow you to quarrel with me, I saw one day a, a, a mother and a daughter. I say it all the time, so I'm saying it again. You know it. Yeah. In public, that's how I saw it. I was, can I say it again? Yeah. She fought with her mother and tore her blouse. And the mother took the blouse and covered herself and rushed into a room. Since that day, I can't give you details. I watched in amazement the suffering of this girl. <laughs> Sufferings, I mean, what everybody will touch. If everybody touches this hand and is blessed, she only touches this hand and it's a problem. Because a father is different from a CEO. And some of you sitting here, your parents. Yes. Your parents. My mother. My mother. She's elderly. Use a walking stick. <laughs> but when she lifts the walking stick and points it at you, <laughs> all your words will dry up. Because she took it from her mother, who is my grandmother. My grandmother, you, 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 she, was, she died at 112 or 116 or what? So bizarre age. But she was firm. She would sit down. She would call you. Say, Nana, sit down. Are you not the one who went to Infantipim? How come I'm wiser than you? <laughs> you are not bright. <laughs> you are not intelligent. <laughs> no, and I said that some of you couldn't get those stuff, even me. I got all these type of things, but I was smoking at age 13. That's what the girl sang that song. It's not, it's not just, the, that testimony is not part of the song. The original person who made that song well, didn't go to USC. <laughs> the person who made the song didn't go to USC. It's her story. Because your mother cannot tame you. My mother, I was smoking 13 years. 13. As I was smoking, Philip Morris. In Takrade, 
My uncle brought a lot of cigars and cigarettes. I was 13. I stole a box of Philip Moritz to, fr- to a friend and was smoked. I smoked it for about three months. My mother wrote a letter to me that she had heard that I was in Ghana smoking and wrote a letter in red ink. Have you received one before? Is there anybody who has received a letter from your mother in red? But I got one. As I was reading the letter in red ink, I was smoking. The very thing she was angry about was what I was doing as I was reading the letter. Then I met Jesus. That's why it says, no one knows. Like I know. Nobody can control you. Nobody can control you. Because you've not been brought up to be controlled. It's what you want that you do. I'm teaching. I, I told you this is a classic. It is what you want that you do. Yes. So God knowing that there is, there is a lot of failure in biological relationships introduces. So some of you will know that your friend brought you here or you saw a signboard or you saw something on Facebook, Lighthouse, Adenta, Facebook page, and you came, or your friend, or your cousin, or your sister. I'll tell you that. It's not your friend who brought you here. It is God who puts you in this family. One of the works of God on earth is to put us in families. Psalm 68 and verse 6. He setteth the solitary in families. That's it. And he bringeth out those which are bound. I was, I was sitting in America with her mother. I was shocked. She was telling me about her daughter. She said, that's my daughter who has gone to marry. She's married a soft, cool, whatever man. And it's not bad. She asked me, that, Bishop, are, 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 are all men good? I couldn't answer. <laughs> I said, but this girl, my daughter, Nobody can control her. She has managed to fight with this man. Not that somebody is telling me, I might, it's like the father cannot control the girl. The mother talking cannot control her. So she has handed her over. So I should try, even though I'm in Ghana and she's in America. I should try because this girl is bound to destroy her marriage. But she feels that even the parents think the husband is a bad man. A mother who has married for 40 years can tell that this person is it's not as bad but you see they raise the girl you should see her beautiful and wild beautiful and wild how she managed to find her way to America is also another story <laughs> wild and the mother said I don't know what we did wrong how we came by this but I beg you 
Because we can see disaster ahead. Look, you are sitting, it's here. God is the one who put you in this family. What, what for? To be hot and sweat on a Sunday. What for? To give you. What's your biological home? When you go home, respect your father. Respect your if your is alive. But understand that they cannot take care of your life. So, so God brought you here. Now, this is a family. Mommy, please, can we stand up? Look at the family. Can you see the people here? Different names. Entry. Um... Them. No, I've forgotten. Um, Gansa, Manual Plange, different, different people. Srebo, Laughing Stone. But we are all, no, we had a lecturer in school, a teacher in school called Srebo. That's why we have found them, Laughing Stone. <laughs> but look, look, look at them again now. This is a family. I'm ending the message today. I'll continue next week. But look at it carefully. Can you see? Different people. Airways. Gas. Fantis. Frafras. Dagumbas. Enzimas. But this is a family. It is a spiritual family. Now, do you have a family head? Your, your biological family. Do you know your family head? You modern girl, do you know your family head? No. Do you know? Do you know him? No, 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 I don't. <laughs> then sit down. Do you know your family head? You don't know your family head. Eh? I know one of them. Who is your family head? Family head. I think he was called Bakma, but he died, so I don't know. So who took his place as a family head? I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> I'm going to refer to these people. Do you know your family head? Do you know that your family head? Please watch the responses. It's very interesting. Yeah. Because they are also preaching. Do you know your family head? Do you know your family head? The head of your family. You don't know him. No, his name. Don't know his name. Hey. Yes. What's his name? Penny. Is a family head. So if there's a problem, marriage, whatever. So did you take your wife to see him? Or he doesn't no, normally don't even get him. It's only when there's a problem in the marriage. Yeah, there are beatings in the marriage that we look for the family head. But now that there's uh, sweetness, golden shoes. So, so who's sponsoring these things? Your husband. Or you bought it yourself? Wow. Gold. Shaita baita. Is that what? Nana? Kwabna Otin. Yes. Do you know your family head? You don't know your family head? The name of your family head? I think so. What's his name? 
father. Oh, your father. Yes, yeah, so your, your father could be the family head. That's good. So you know, it's your father. Do you know family head? What's his name? Papa Isifo. Papa Isifo. Isifo. No. So, so Papa Isifo is a family head. So, so because he comes from a family. You see, if you did mathematics, a lot of you girls couldn't pass maths. Yes, the girls, girls, girls especially. They fear maths. Only a few girls do engineering, architecture. Uh-huh. But most girls run out. They go and do history, religions, literature. Uh-huh. But maths, in maths, there's something called graphs. Graphs. Now, a point on a graph can be located if only you know the X component and the Y. So, 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 so why did you fail? <laughs> you didn't understand it at that time. Okay. Don't worry. I'll teach you. Don't worry. Yeah. The maths weren't good at the time. So a point, to, to locate a point on the graph, you don't only use the X coordinates. You need the X and the Y. You need two coordinates. If you only know the X coordinate, you cannot locate it because it can be anywhere on the, on the Y axis. I'm teaching. It's a teaching service. It's a classic. Yes. Now, for us to locate you, you cannot only be referred to by your Osei or Owusu family. That is your ex-coordinate. You need to refer to your Y-coordinate, which is your spiritual coordinate. Now, before I come your way again next week, I cannot end by asking you, Papa Insifu is your biological uh, family head. Now, how many here are members of Lighthouse? Some of you came from Presby. Your, your friend invited you. Can I see your hand? You belong to Lighthouse. You are a member of Lighthouse, Chapel International. Are you a member? Your wife is not a member. Okay. All right. Can I see your hand? Can I see your hand? How many of you are members? Can I see? I want to see your hand. I want to know who I'm preaching to today. Right. Very good. Very good. So, if you are a member of this church, then it is important for you, um, the message which I cannot finish today, the title is, you and what? You are pastor. Now, if Papa Insifo or Nana Otin, Nana Kwabnotin is your family head. Now, then, who is your family head spiritually? Who is your family head? If you are here, you got born again through a crusade I preached. I am a kind of a father to you. Maybe if I have time, or Reverend Aso will teach you. 
the types of fathers. All right. Um, it is in the, is it dangerous sons? Dangerous sons. Those who are dangerous sons. There's a chapter on different types of fathers. So I could be a father to some of you. Just as Nana or Tim is not the father. It's, it, is he your biological father? No. You have your own father. But the family recognizes Nana or Tim Mensah. So when he speaks, his word overrides your personal biological father's words. Not so. Yeah. Now, the question I'm asking is that do you know your family head? So for Bisasi Unimwe Busia, a Busia Penny or Busia Mwana. That's how I'm bringing this message to an end today. Do you know your family head? Asami and Nayesu in Sana Medema Nubesi. If I will also help you, I'll tell you that the reason why I am preaching this message is that I'm trying to prevent curses from guiding your life. Curse. Today, today I'm giving free information. Next week, it's next week I'll charge for the preaching, but today is free. Listen, if you are listening to me here and you, are, you don't have a good relationship with your father, biological father, Mr. Osei, at home, or your mother, can you see me well? Oh, me here. Your mother at home, like the girl who tore the mother's blouse and still is misbehaving towards the mother. I want to inform you that you are cursed. So no papa no that girl, for instance, is cursed. And I know her mother. She, she has tried. Even among her children, she tries to... I think, I think she understands what has happened to her daughter. So, among the children, she, she tries to give preference to this girl. If there's something to share, some money to share, she gives this girl more than other sisters. But you see that the type of problem the girl has is different from the one the younger sister or the big sister has. So, just let's go home with this one. If you are here Forget about you and your pastor. And you are sitting here, but you've quarreled with your mother. It's like you don't talk to your mother. There is a curse on you. So one of the anointings God brings on earth is the Elijah anointing. Which Malachi chapter 4 verse 5 says, I will bring, I will send you Elijah, the prophet. I will make sure I send him 
before you are listening to a classic, I will make sure I send Elijah the prophet before. Can we all say the word before? Before. Yeah, because a certain day is about to descend on you. It's called the great and terrible day. Me, me, I didn't know all these verses, but all my life, because I, I was, a, I'm the firstborn. My mother would beat me, slap me, for things I have not done. But I don't know. I think it's also the mercy of God. I, it is yesterday, two days, two, two days ago. I'm learning about these father, father things. But somehow. I, I try to make sure that I have a good relationship with her. And I'm telling you that I, I cannot stand with a microphone to talk to you about the blessings of my life. And it cannot be because I did engineering in school because I've got fellow engineers who are not. There is a blessing because I, I, I'm not like you. You have a father. I, I don't have. My father died when I was nine years old. It's all part of the problems I had. Because a fatherless child is a different from a fatherful child. <laughs> it's a classic. It's a classic. And you can find such but it's only in restoration service. Yeah. But let me end. I need to land. I need to land. I ensured. Or let me say, God helped me. Father, forgive me for taking the glory. To try and have a good relationship with this wild woman. Maybe when I'm talking to you on the phone now, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. The thing can switch anywhere. If it switches, I'm ready to say sorry or try and manage because I'm afraid. So, so look, one day, one of my brothers went to her, my mother, and told her that, because I, I think she said somewhere that sometimes she would be up in the room alone. And will be speaking over me, me. Yes, talking, blessing me. So I don't know why she heard, she said that somewhere. So one of my brothers heard that thing and went to her one day like Nicodemus in the night. It's a true story. And told her to also say the same things <laughs> that she has been saying over me. And my mother said to him, "It's not like that." Wow. <laughs> And it's true. You see, because there is a feeling. I, I, I told you last week, a mother, like this mother, whose shirt, uh, blah, whatever you call it, was torn. I never heard her say anything up to the, about this daughter, you are cursed. Never. On the contrary, I rather, sometimes when I'm around them, see her rather fighting the other children for this one who, because she knows what is about her. Still, because it's not just the word, so there's a feeling, a feeling which makes, even, even if she doesn't speak, the feeling alone is a blessing. Yes. When you break somebody's heart, some of you ate a girl's food, walked with her, visited her, Four years. When it was time to marry, you switched nicely and went to marry Susanna. Ha! That girl. That girl. 
heard a similar story in Jerusalem. <laughs> that one will be later. She has said something from her heart about you, this man sitting here. Neither your wedding nor your air-conditioned bedrooms can deliver you from the from that thing. When somebody is ever good to you, be very careful. Be very careful because we don't say all that. It's not everything we say. That's, that's the feeling you give. The feeling you give. There is such a thing as feelings. When you are a member of a church, God sends an Elijah also. This one swings both naturally and biologically. There are people. There are people God sends your way. And what they do, he sends them before that day. Say before. Because there is a terrible day. As you are in your four-wheel drive, as you are, you, 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 I mean, you are counting money every day. As you have married, there is a certain day about to descend on you. So what God does is that he sends someone before the day. What does he come to do? He said, Elijah the prophet. He doesn't come to prophesy about the color of your panties. Or the, your, 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 your car number plates. Or the, the name of your auntie. He's a prophet. But what does he do? What does he do? All his work in your life is that he comes to turn the heart. The broken heart of the father which has been turned away from the uh, Nina, what's the name? The children. He comes as if he has access to a father. Sometimes the Elijah doesn't have access to the father. He has access to the children or to the son. Or to their daughter. So what he does is that if he cannot talk to the father, he turns the heart of the child towards the father. This is very, you don't learn this in MBA. Beyond MBA, beyond your PhD, this is what controls your life. Whether you went to Legon or Harvard or USC, your, your eventually the determinants of your life are curses or blessings. Period. Not beauty and brains and breasts and bottoms. And no, no bee can change your life. We will go to school. I will advise every young man here. Go to school. Go. Make sure you get first class. Study hard. First class. Second upper. Yesterday I learned about strong upper. I didn't think there was something like strong. Strong upper. Go to school. If you can, if you have the time and money... Add some masters because masters can get you a better job in Ecobank or um, what are these mining oil companies? Um, Tallow Oil, um, Anglo Gold, Ashanti Gold, masters. PhD takes you higher. Learn! But remember me. Listen, listen carefully. When you finish your masters, when you finish your PhD, Something bigger than a PhD will control your life. It's called a curse or a blessing. For the two days, I think for the two days I'm having this convention here, I'll talk from, I'll teach from the new book, the newest book. 
how to neutralize curses on your life. Is that okay? Maybe I should just read pages on that from that book. Listen, listen to me. I'm saying that there is something bigger than your MBA you did. You, you, you have an MBA, MBA, no? So, yes? ACCA. Yeah. Something is controlling your life. That is bigger. There's a, there's, a, there's a mightier power than a PhD. In Fahoni School, I'm going to be Near a damn wa brabono, a do a brabosono, and yes, school and modin our war, and found the baby or cosqua could do, and Momudi, a dear brabosono, a year in Shra, and I say in no me. There is something bigger than your beautiful face. Bibi Oha, a such a when you move a fair fan, one mother, she, 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 I hear she even said this quietly. The daughter did something, and she turned and said, This girl will sell beans. Yes, my baby, and the baby, a year, and the baby. There's a, there's a chapter in the book How to Neutralize Curses about the wonders of a curse. And one of the things the bishop says, one of the wonderful things about a curse is that most curses are short statements. <laughs> They're not like a paragraph and you do this, you go, you won't travel. You do, no, 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 you sell beans. Servant of servants. <laughs> short statement. But they are powerful. Your book here, your papa bishop, that gets into me. Baby, oh, how or can say, and no me, and yet the sea, I can't attend, you can't yet yet, yeah, and so to me, what and no me anymore. Don't allow anyone to release a short statement on you. Mamma, or be a whole quiet, and my name can be yet yet, yeah, and yeah, and to a brabble. Some of you think a curse only comes when they come and say, Hey, hey, you, you won't prosper, your children will die. Oh, God, God will curse, you will die of cancer. No, 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 you be tired. One pastor, I'm preaching a classical. One pastor went to, uh, he was in Ghana. He used to sleep in the, in the a senior pastor's house. Pray. He was a prayer guy. Praise. And the senior pastor loved him. Prayed. Prayed and this pastor had branches abroad, like lighthouse. So he, he held him to get a ticket, a visa. This pastor is powerful. When the guy, young guy, anointed prayer warrior, has visions and sees visions and all those things, when he went, he forgot about the pastor who sent him. Began to send, began to send messages. I don't need him in my life. He's done nothing for me. And uh, what? Is there a ticket? He can get his money and all that. So all those things came to the pastor, the, man, the father and broke his heart. But he never said anything. One day, another pastor went to visit him. And he asked this pastor, ah, let's say this pastor is uh, Kwame Yao. Kwame Yao. Pastor Kwame. So the, he asked this big man of God, ah, I don't hear about Pastor Kwame. Kwame. The only statement this big man said, God, he was broken. Be careful. He was broken. He said, Kwame, Pastor Kwame, the wind is against him. See, so, most of the curses are not paragraphs. Come on, Bishop, the wind, the wind is against him. Five words. You will sell beans. Four words. A servant of servants. Four. Um, you will be tired. Four. Shout. So one day, after this man said to the pastor, Pastor Kwame, the wind is against him. What, what type of it's golf that when we play with we check the, the wind direction. We lift some to see if the wind is here, you know which iron to use or how to hit. The wind is against him. 
So one day, this pastor traveled to another country. When he went, he went, he said he was doing shopping. What should he see? He saw the pastor that the wind is against him. Shopping with his wife and children. They had gone to buy kitchen utensils, cornflakes, bread, biscuits, uh, what are the things here? Fresh milk. So this pastor thought to him, in the supermarket, a mall. Ah, is this not the one that his father in Ghana says the wind is against him? Well, he was prosperous. He had was passing a big church. Then it started. The wind began to blow. The wind. It blew his wife. A stable, beautiful marriage. It blew the wife from the house. The pastor was there, still passing the church. Then the wind entered. Can you feel the, the breeze? Yeah, there is something supernatural. It's a wind, but you don't feel it. It began to blow. It entered the church. It scattered the church. This pastor had a passport. British, Dutch, American passport. The wind blew the passport from his hand. Before he knew it, he was somewhere. The church was somewhere. The children were somewhere. Later, from five years, then this pastor, when he heard what had happened to this pastor, he remembered what his uh, father said in Accra, that the wind is against him. Don't do the things that will cause a wind. Or short sentences. You'll be tired. You will sell beans. That's why I'm asking you this question. Do you know your father? It's you and your pastor. That's a message. Announcement. I am not your pastor. I saw this one. He made some house boy. I don't even know what type of person he is. Listen carefully. So I'm trying to prevent Malachi 4 6 from coming. I'm, 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 I'm an Elijah today. I've come again. I want to prevent a curse. So that's why you may think I didn't know what I was doing. You know. I've tried to define your life. That your life must have two coordinates. X and Y. Biological, spiritual. So if you've got Nana or say, what? Who is your spiritual family head? How is it that only Nana is sitting on your life as a family head, but you don't have a spiritual family head? Why? Which is where I want to say that the type of church we have in Lighthouse has a very big problem. There are two types of churches. There's a church which does not have branches. The pastor does not want to even hear the word branch pastor. No, 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 no. Because a curse can easily come upon a branch. And he loves his children so much that he will never. If, you, if the church is in Kolegono and you are a member of the church and you live at Dodoa, you got to take a bus. Yeah. One fat, you have them in South Africa, America, even Ghana here. They are pastors who do not want to have branches. And the reason is good. And I agree with them. On that score, 
a system like our system is not a good system. Yes. Yes. Because, let me just start from behind a little. If we belong to a certain, that, that type of church, all of us as Lighthouse members, look, I went to a church in Nigeria, the car park, I counted nothing less than 150 buses. Big buses. Bishop Dagwood Mills could have said that he is the only pastor. So, if you are a member of Lighthouse, wherever you are, buses, Oya, Kemla, Oya, Kemla, Oya. He could have built a big, there's a church in Nigeria, and a couple of things I know, but this one church in Nigeria, you know, if you know this, this church, this building, it is 45 meters. From here to the end, it's 45 meters. And from here to here, it's 25 meters. I'm building a cathedral 60 by 80 by 60 meters right now. And I'm building another one 60 meters by 30 meters. It's about close to twice the size of this hall. But this hall is 45 meters by 25 meters. There's a church in Nigeria, also also one church. This length is one kilometer. One kilometer. It's a classic. classic. One kilometer by one kilometer. It's in in Nigeria. Air condition. If you give your life to Christ in the church, a bus, if you walk from where you are to the pulpit, you'll get there in the evening. One kilometer is like where? From where? From Mante Farms to where? Like, is it barrier? Or beyond barrier? Yeah. So imagine that from one speaker to the other is from Mante Farms to SDA. That's a church. Because the pastor does not want branches. Because one of the problems with branches is that Pastors of branches easily present themselves as the fathers and the pastors of the congregation. So when it continues like that, the churches forget their real pastor. (laughs) So some pastors don't want that. So you say, you know something, it's not a problem. I will provide buses. Let them, bus them, all the outreach Converts, members, everybody, buses. I'll buy buses, buses, all of us to Kolegono so that the children are not confused. Because when you don't know your father, there is a curse on you. My child was in Wesley Girls. Many times I couldn't go. I'll send my driver with um, water. And Sarilak, was it Sarilak? Did they eat Sarilak? Uh, Grown ups eat Sarilak. Yeah, I see. Um, conflicts, Sito, and so on. Yeah. But it is up to my daughter to understand that the driver is not her father. Yeah. Even family head. He does not attend every family meeting. There are some that he sends representatives. So we are representatives the family head has sent to bring a message to you. Look. He does not want, when you are 
every Sunday, you take a bus to Kolegono. Think about it. You live at Mampon. Bus to Kolegono. Bus back. Accidents. The car can get spoiled. This morning, my car got spoiled twice. On the road. It got spoiled. Because the car is a car with a lot of problems. The windows, one, the, the front left window works. The front right doesn't work. The back left doesn't work. The back right works. So you roll down the two for cross ventilation. And the radio, the car, the radio, you don't see. The dashboard is cracked. The thing. So you can't see Peace FM or Joy FM. So if you are in it, you use word of knowledge. If you team, no, no, this is peace, this is peace, this is peace FM, <laughs> this is peace, <laughs> word of knowledge. So, so, sometimes when I want joy, I look for BBC, because the English, I know this is BBC, I wait for some two minutes, so then I, I tune back, and I'll get joy. <laughs> the bus ride could result in accidents. The bus ride from um, Dodoa to Kolegono could result in the bus breaking that you may never even ar- arrive at the church. So the pastor, feeling for you and I, said, why should everybody come to where I am? Let's find land and build a church for them in Adenta here and let them be there. I will send the pastor to them. Now, it is the responsibility of the pastor to let the members know that they have a pastor somewhere. <laughs> so when the pastor takes over the church and presents himself as the man of God, as the one they should worship, and that like he does not mention the name of the real pastor, the real head, then that congregation is a cursed congregation because the, that man there is not your father, it's not your pastor. <laughs> That is why there's a branch here. To prevent accidents. To prevent your bus from getting spoiled and not a- arriving. That is why. That's why we've built a church in Mampong. That's why we've built a church in Ebri. That's why we have a church in Pantang. We've built a church in Dodoa. We've built a church in Ayukuma. We've built a church in Yamikrom. We've built a church in Agomeda. We've built a church in Gombaleshi. Um, we've built a ch- churches everywhere. Why? 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 So that we don't have to take buses. But when you are in the Ayukuma church, it is the pastor's responsibility. Let me tell you, I'm very anointed. I'm greatly anointed. I'm not an ordinary Christian. There are forces that are around my life. Even as I'm speaking now, I hear there are angels around me. I'm super anointed. But listen to this one. There is something your life needs that I can never give you. Because I am not your pastor. I am a representative of the family head. There's a miracle you need. There is a blessing. So if you are a member of Lighthouse and on your phone you don't have podcasts 
of your, of your real pastor. Remember again, I'm going back to the point that all of us could on a Sunday morning, even including me, maybe, the only difference is that you may be on the second row or third row, but I will be in front. <laughs> but we will all be sitting down for the pastor we have submitted ourselves to to be speaking to us. So if you are in Adenta Church and I'm the one preaching to you, let's say I have got my podcast, Edwin Morgan Ogo. You have it. There's nothing wrong with having my podcast. I'm not an illegitimate son. I was sent here. But for you not to have Doug Ward Mills podcast on your phone, to hear his voice, like today he's preaching somewhere, tomorrow to be on podcast, you are a son. It's not about shepherd or pastor. You are a member of the church and you don't have his podcast to listen to what is he saying. It means that your heart is directed away from him onto a houseboy called Edwin Morgan Ogo. And there is a case. Yes, it's a wow. I told you, I told you, I said, today's message is a classic. The fact that we are in a branch. Look, there's a church. I cannot mention the name because of what I'm about to say. Look, the founder, if you know the founder, if you read about him, he's more anointed than these so-called charismatic pastors and bishops. But the church today has departed from the father. Yes. When you enter the church, you sit in the service from beginning to end. You will not believe that their father, the father of this church is the man who could preach for people to drop from trees. Totally different. And it is a cursed church. There's nothing in it except I, I, I don't want to go into it. A child whose heart, I'm telling you that, I am not your father. I may be your spiritual father because I gave birth to you, I went for outreach and whatever, you see me as a father, whatever it is. But we have a father. <laughs> I am not the, I'm talking about you and your pastor. And next week, next week, I'm going to talk about, about five different relationships that exist between you, that can exist between a member and a pastor. A member and a pastor then you, I'll, I'll just throw it in the church and you will select which one you are, which, which one you have. For you to be in Lighthouse and you don't listen to Dougie Ward Mills' podcast, you don't read his books, it's, it's not for pastors. Even if, even if it's for pastors, why won't you be a pastor? You see, the Bible says a certain man had two sons, not seven sons. No, so when you read that verse, you may think the man had seven sons because normally when you have ten sons, or five daughters, or four, four, four that one of them will be, uh, you know, a rebel. But this man had two, only two sons. One still managed not to like his father. Some of you here do not like your father, your spiritual father. You don't like him. It's a case. A cursed person is not someone who has removed his clothes and is walking on a ball out. You can be in an air-conditioned bedroom and a curse is on you. A curse 
You wait for the convention. Yes. I'm trying to pray. If you, if you claim to be a lighthouse member, better turn your heart towards your father. I'm telling you today, there is something your life needs. I am incapable of, I can preach powerfully, I can cancel you massively, but you, you, you even go into the podcast, listen to the makane, listen to the poeman, you will realize that there is wisdom. Can I quote a verse to you? Just the last verse. John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. You remember that? But if you jump to verse 6, there's something very fantastic there. He said, there was a man. A man. Sent from God. His name is John. Always. Today you are listening. I, I am a man sent from God. The natural me, you don't want to meet him. I am an anointed man. Bishop sent me to this branch eight years ago. But it is God who sent me here to you. He used Bishop to send me to you. I am presenting myself clearly to you. That I standing here, I am a man sent to you from God. But there's more. Your life needs more than the man sent from God. Yeah. <laughs> Your life. <laughs> a man sent from God. He may be sent from God, but he cannot meet all your needs. Look at it. His name was John. Verse 7. Look at it. The same. He came for a witness. To bear witness of the light. That all men through him I believe. Next verse, verse 8. He was not the light. <laughs> Even though he came from God, he was not the light. Even though I came from God, I am not the light. Every pastor of a branch needs to make this statement. That God sent me to you, but I am not the light. There is a light. There is a light. I said there is a light your, your dark and gloomy life needs. And I am not the light. But I've just been sent to bear witness of that light. Today, look at my hand. I'm pointing. Me, from God, me, not the light, not the light. Your dark life needs light. That light is there. You may not see him because he built the church, but he's got books you can read. He's got messages you can listen to. You, I, I don't have the light needed to sanitize your life. He was not that light. But was sent to be a witness of that light. So when somebody who has been sent as, can you imagine somebody going to win souls 
and when he goes, he says he's Jesus Christ. Yes, that's what happens. When a pastor stays with, with members and steals the members' hearts towards him, that pastor is like a soul winner going to say he is Christ. I am not the light. So in verse 22, they went to John. They said, who are you? Who are you really? If you are not the light, then who are you? Who are you? Next verse. Then John said, I am a voice. I'm just a voice. I am crying in the wilderness. And what am I saying? Make straight paths. Make straight your way to the Lord. I'm telling you to make straight ways from your life to your pastor. We will be here. We will sing songs. We will have communion. We will preach from the books. But I am not the light. And any pastor listening to this message who presents himself to the congregation as the light and stops the children from accessing the love, the counsel, the wisdom of that father is a cursed man. He said, I'm just a voice. And what am I saying? He said, prepare you the way of the Lord. That is, make a road. Make sure. Look, you don't need to go to First Love Church. You can be here and turn your heart. Actually, if you love Bishop Doug, he would mills very well. You will love me. Yes. But I will never allow you to love me and disdain your father. I'm only encouraging a curse upon your life. Sir, as you've married, your real pastor, he has said things about marriage. It's in a book called Model Marriage. Find it. You have it. Read it because it is your father's advice that children who move away from their father, some of you sitting here, you have even gone beyond the branch. You are now chasing fathers outside. You will only come back home with pain. If God didn't put you here, then go. Go to the place God put you. But if he put you here, then don't let your relationships end with me. Why? What's the reason? Because you are so much in darkness that you need light. And I am not that light. You, you better find the real light. And the real light has podcasts, has books. I'm telling you, like some of you sitting here, we are going to the Independence Square on, on 14th of April. It's not even on your mind to go. Because for you, your relationship with Lighthouse ends on a Sunday morning. And you claim to be a member, there's a curse on you. It's a short statement. You don't want to honor the Father, it will not be well with you. Period. It will not be well with you. Seven words. There is no miracle. You know, this, she was going to commit suicide. 
This girl would have been dead. She's, you don't know her. She's a very wild girl. So that's when I look at her. I mean, I, I, I was transferring her from a branch to this place. She, she said, I will not come. <laughs> no, my people don't talk to me that way. I will not come. I said, do you know who you are speaking to? I said, I'm speaking to Bishop Ogo. I said, I will not come. <laughs> so I spoke gently and ended the call. I said, what type of human being is this? Later on, she called back. Did, did, did you call back? Uh, yes, she called. Or she sent a text apologizing for how she spoke, whatever. She said she will come. And she came. She told her story. What saved her? Was I there when you were saved? Was I there? No. Somebody from Lighthouse. There is an anointing here which, which dissolves depression. But because you don't, you don't respect the Father, you will die. You will perish and shrivel like a dry brown leaf. There was a man sent from God. His name was John. But he was not the light. May God help you. To find your way to your father is not difficult. You don't need a taxi. All you need is to, to, to turn your heart. Like tomorrow morning, you say, oh, what, did my, what did my pastor preach yesterday? Let me have the podcast. Oh, I don't have podcast. Um, Mabel, help me to get podcast. I need Bishop Dagwood's podcast. I'll, let me to have it. Then she'll get it on the phone and you listen. You're, you're not a, as a shepherd or a pastor. You just, you just want to, what is my father saying? What wisdom? He has wisdom for your business, wisdom for your dry life, wisdom for everything. You are here, but your life is still dry because I am not the light. Remember, I mentioned Mr. Wiafi, Mr. Nyaku, Mr. Eglewobe. Listen very carefully. Your biological family at Agomeda cannot deliver the blessings your life needs. You need a spiritual family. You need a spiritual pastor. And I am not that pastor. I'm just a messenger come to you from the family head. I mean, think about it all. That's why when I'm preaching, I don't check my phone. Because when I check my phone, I may see a message that will let me stop preaching. Because I, my transfer from here is by text. So I may be preaching and check my phone and I'm being transferred. I have to stop preaching and take a car. So I always wait. When I finish preaching, then I think, I can be transferred from here. You might have been born again through me or become a pastor through me. Even through me, it's, it's been robbed. Because the things I taught you to be a pastor, I learned them from somewhere. I opened a book and taught you from what it means to be a shepherd, which I did not write. Since how can I take upon myself that honor? 
Can you lift up your two hands and pray and say, Lord, take curses from me. I now understand today that you want to do something. You want to do something. That the Osei family is great but cannot deliver all. Lift your hands and pray. This is the family. Remember, there could have been no Adenta church. People traveled from Tema to Kaswa to church. Every Sunday, people moved all across the city. All. I know someone who goes to church at airport and lives at Bawi. So you could easily be on a bus going towards Kolegono or North Kanishi. But the pastor said, it's not necessary. Just be here. Just be here. Build a church and stay there. But let them know that you are not a pastor. Otherwise, a curse will come upon them. You can talk to God. You can sing. You can meditate. But speak in your heart to God. That you will never miss your way. Malachi 4, 6. Lest I smite. Some of us here, certain problems in your life are because of your disregard for the Father. Micah 6, 8 says, He has shown thee, O man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you. He has shown you. You know what is good. What is the good thing? Find your way to your Father. Connect yourself. Listen to his messages. Read his books. Admire him. If you hear he is somewhere, even, even, even if you can't go, just be interested in if you want him to go and see When you say, oh, that's my father. That's my father. That is my father. I love my pastor in the branch. He's a great man. He preaches well. He sings when he's preaching. He's, he preaches in, in French as well. I love him. He's great. But... Lift your hands and thank God for what you've heard today. Mazuleba Lekrekesabode Kamayande Zimini Zima Lendolobo Shakaya Labasata. I can't wait for next week. You and your pastor part two. Sheba Kaba Kandelebo Sata. Mendelelebe Sota Labakata. Every eye closed, every head bowed. If you are here today, you are not born again. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You are not born again. Your friend invited you. You came yourself. I don't know. But you want to give your life to Christ. You are not born again. Don't say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Wherever you are, wherever you are, please lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now to give your life to Christ. Yes. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Yes. If your hand is up, take your Bible, your bag, your notebook, and come to the front here. Come. Clap your hands for them as they come. 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 Come to Jesus. Come. Come. Here. And close your eyes. 
If we are here, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Bow down your heads. Let's pray this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I know I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. Please forgive me. Wash away my sins. Jesus, come and dwell in my heart. Make me a new creature. Satan, I am not under your dominion anymore. I belong to Jesus. I have been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Father, I thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. For listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.